T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, everyone. Hour number three. That's right. Hour number three of KMOX at your service. That's right. Coming up to you out of St. Louis. 10.07 is your time right here in the heart of mid-America. And, folks, we're going to uh, we're gonna shift gears here a little bit. Going to bring in probably uh, one of my favorite guests. Actually, she is my favorite guest I've ever had on all time. You know her as the car coach. Our good friend Lauren Fix joins us here on the program. Lauren, how are you? I am great. How are you, Greg? You know me. I'm always just as sweet as ever, Lauren. <laughs> we yes. Have, yeah, we have uh, we have all sorts of stuff to talk about. Uh, you know, um, uh, we tried to uh, get together a couple weeks ago and uh, just couldn't make it happen. Happy anniversary, by the way. Uh, could make it uh, could make it happen, but I'm glad we're uh, able to get together tonight and talk about uh, a few things. Uh, one of the things I know, you know, now folks playing the home game of the uh, at your service here tonight, Lauren and I agree on probably ninety nine point nine percent of all topics. So yeah, um, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what I really wanted to have you on for is something that uh, that you posted uh, a few weeks ago, and it was it's a, it's the per mile tax on vehicles. Let's right. let's just hit the ground running on this one. Oh, boy, you just jumped right into the deep well of the miles. <laughs> okay, so part of this billion dollars, who knows, trillion dollars, who knows what the numbers are going to be or if anything ever actually passes in Washington. But of the original $3.5 trillion bill, there was something, as always, buried deep into the readings of these huge documents. And you know what they always say? You have to pass it to find out what's in it. Well... There's something in it. It's called the buy the mile tax. Now, initially, your thoughts are, well, is that instead of the gas tax? Because you're paying state and federal gas taxes, and that money is supposed to go from your state back into roads and bridges to make your roads safer. Correct. But that's not what this is going to be. This is going to be a buy the mile tax that is on top of your gas taxes. So, for some people that have electric vehicles and you think you're getting away with not having to pay anything by the mile because you plug in and you go, fine, you will be paying a by-the-mile tax. But for those of us that have gasoline or diesel-powered vehicles, you'll pay your gas taxes in addition to a by-the-mile tax. Now, mind you, anyone that rides bicycles or electric bikes, you're, you're going to get away scot-free for now. 
because in the past, way back, if you go back and do your history, the stuff they don't teach in schools anymore, they used to have licenses to ride a bicycle. That was way back in the 1900s. So wow. if you want a bicycle and you want to ride on the roads, you paid a licensing fee. Wait till they start to figure that one out. Some genius in Washington will go, you know, those kids that have bicycles, they should pay a tax. Because once they start opening up this can of worms, you know it's going to get worse because that's always how it happens. Now, you're thinking, well, how much could it be? Well, let me just give you a feel for some of the numbers they're talking about. The average person drives somewhere around ten to 15,000 miles a year. So for argument's sake, let's look at it this way. If you've got 12,000 miles, you'll probably get an additional bill of $1,200. Wow. That, yeah. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Your food just got more expensive, didn't it, Greg? I went to the grocery store. I couldn't believe what I had to pay for some basic stuff. Hey, Lauren, if you remember several years ago, 10 years ago, there was a, a gas shortage. Um, mm-hmm. And and so all these companies, the delivery companies and everything else, they started putting a fuel surcharge on your bill. Yeah. Well, I, you mm-hmm. know, now... Fast forward 10 years, that fuel surcharge is still on there. That It hasn't come off. Oh, no, it's never going to come off. Who are you kidding? Right, exactly. I mean, now think about it. So everything's costing you more and more money every single day. So you're thinking, okay, well, my electric bill, I don't know what your electric bill, but I'm in Buffalo, New York, and I will tell you my electric bill is through the roof. It's absolutely absurd. Now, I'm not sure if, if you've come across that, but... You think about that, you start in your head going, wow, that adds up. My electric goes up, my gas goes up, you know, natural gas, propane, whatever you're using. It's all more expensive. You know, food is more expensive. Clothing's more expensive. Stuff's hard to get. Prices are going up. They're creating a whole little black market. Eventually, we're all going to be bartering each other because <laughs> they, they want to make sure they're also tracking your checking and banking account, anything over 600 bucks in a transaction they want to know about. In other words, they want control of every aspect of your life. So you're saying, well, wait a minute, what about this by-the-mile tax? I don't know anyone that can afford an extra $1,200 a year. No, That's I, a lot of money. It is. You know, here in Missouri, our, our uh, state gas tax just went up. And, uh, you know, you, everybody's seeing it at the pump. Obviously, gas prices are more expensive anyway, but everybody's seeing the mm-hmm. additional increase. Hey, if they use it for what it's needed, I understand it. We got some We got some really bad they roads. They don't. You know, they don't. What? Come on, Lauren. Uh, well, let me just say, I'm in New York State where they just suck you dry. But so to get me, yeah, this is a, a, this state, New York's the worst. I mean, so no matter what you think about Missouri, don't live in New York State. I'd leave if I could, but I can't. Um, so what they do, and, and this is true in your state as well, the money doesn't go back into the roads and bridges. It goes into the general fund. Right. So that they can have private planes, car services. So you remember, they don't own cars. They don't drive their own cars. The people that are, you know, the people that are voting on this, the House of Representatives and congressmen, they all have car services, which we pay for. They don't have car payments. They don't have insurance payments. They don't have maintenance payments. They don't have to fill up with fuel. They don't even have to plug in. They, that's for you, for us. We, we are the, the peons, the, the minions. Go to work. Give us money. The problem is, is this is not the way things need to be operated. We all know that. We're all smart enough to know that, or we wouldn't be listening to your to your show, Greg. But it's time to stand up and say something. I think there's 
the silent majority is bigger than they realize. And it's time to stop. We are the nicest people. But we it's time to stand up and say something because this is it. I've had it. They can't keep taking everything. There's not going to be anything left. No, you're you're exactly right. And I, I and I got to say, you know, I mean, I, I, a per mile tax when you're already taxed for virtually everything else, you know, you it it costs you money for license plates. It costs you money here in Missouri. We have a state inspection. It costs we do too. You, you know for uh, you know title. It costs it costs you X amount of dollars for upkeep. It, it costs a lot of money. Your car is your second biggest investment. It costs you a lot of money to own a car, to drive a car. Now they want to tax you even more uh, as to drive. And, you know, I'm, it, I, I guess, you know, maybe take public transportation, but in a lot of, in a lot of places, that's there not feasible. Any. Well, it's not feasible. You know, I'm not going to. Where I live, there's none. I would have to ride my bicycle, you know, quite a bit, quite a long distance in the middle of a snowstorm, mind you. To find public transportation because there's nothing even nearby. Right. I mean, we'd have to uh, we'd have to drive to public transportation and then take three different uh, buses before I could get there. And you know, it's just it, it's 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 crazy. Well, they want to take away our freedom in general. You have to keep that in mind. If if the government had a choice, they would remove all vehicles. So think about this: whether you like electric cars or not, whether it saves you money or not, the government's looking at it this way: if we can limit the mileage they travel, take away the freedom, and then, hey, if we need to find them, pretty simple. We're going to put you on a digital dollar, and when you have to plug your car in and wait an hour for it to have a charge or longer, we know where you are. We can track you easily by the money you spend, by where you plug in and charge, what distance you go, fully connected to the car-to-car communications they want. Now, today... Greg, you and I and all of your listeners can get in our vehicles and take off. Oh, I need fuel. Stop somewhere, pay cash, what they hate, and be back on the road in seven minutes and no one knows. If you put on your credit card, maybe. But the fact is, government doesn't know that. But they will know it if they can control every aspect of our lives, which is what we are slowly moving toward. I really hate to reference 1984, but it's like it keeps popping up. It's unbelievable. And if you've seen the movie Logan's Run, I'm dating myself. Do you oh, remember yes. that movie, Greg? What, what, what? This is now, what it reminds on. me of. Come on, now you're dating me. Yes, I have seen the movie. In the theater, by the way. Oh, I think I did too. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you who remember that, there was a, and those who don't, for the younger people or the people who just didn't see it, Logan's Run was a movie when the child was born, they put this gem on their hand. And when it turned green and they turned 35, they were supposed to jump into this fire pit and kill themselves. And who would tell them to do that? But some very old white-haired people who were the leaders, who were the elitists. And all the, all the people that were born were workers. And you would kill yourself and then they'd want you to procreate and leave those babies for someone else to raise. Because by the time you're 35, supposedly they would be old enough they'd be working. So until Logan and his friends decided to escape and see that there was a whole new world. I don't remember much more than that, other than I feel like every day is Logan's run. Like, you know. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Lauren, I got to do a quick break. Can you hang with me some more? Sure. All right. Fantastic. Folks, we're talking with the car coach, Lauren Fix, about, uh, well, I got a whole list of stuff for her. Stick around. More to come. KMOX at your service. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, my friends. 1021 is your time in the heart of mid-America. Greg Damon sitting in the big chair here. KMOX at your service tonight. Matt Pajeski and Michael Langston, they're kicking out the jams for me and uh, helping me run a show And because, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I, I, I've, I've only been here a couple years. No, longer than that. Hey, folks, we are talking with uh, our good friend, the car coach, uh, Lauren Fix. She's been uh, kind enough to join us here, and Lauren... Also, I want to thank you so much for uh, staying up late with us. I know you're up in Detroit right now. Yeah, I'm uh, a juror for the North American Car Truck and Utility Vehicle of the Year. I'm also a world car juror. Uh, and we are doing our finalist run. So we are driving, oh, Lord, there's a ton of trucks, cars, and SUVs this year. Um, so I drove today some interesting vehicles I can talk about. The Rivian R1T, which is an electric vehicle made in normal Illinois, Oh, an old Mitsubishi plant. Uh, very interesting experience. Um, they're going to come in. The one we drove was seventy three thousand, but uh, they rode with us. They wouldn't let us go alone. But I, we had almost an hour, so it was really unusual to have that. But it was all scheduled, so I got to drive that. I got to drive the Hummer electric vehicle. How was that? Uh, which was that was interesting. It's one hundred and eight grand to start. Just keep that in mind. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I'll write a third party the, check for not that. Not for the person. Yeah, right. Uh, just take it off the gas taxes. Don't worry. We <laughs> gotcha. Uh, to give you an idea for the Rivian, I thought it's going to be different than that for the Hummer. The Hummer starts at one hundred and eight thousand and is about a thousand horsepower and somewhere around a thousand ninety-eight pound-feet of torque. I think that's plenty. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's crazy. I was actually really impressed with it. They did a fabulous job. Um, and, and the thing is, it's still, uh, well, I'm sorry, I take that back, 11,500 pound feet of torque. That's a lot. That is a lot. Well, that is a lot, yep. So I wanted to... Not, uh, not for your average person. <laughs> well, it's either go big or go home. I mean, come on, Lauren. I'm with you. I'm not, not uh, yeah, fighting this. So we got to drive quite a few cool cars, and I'll be posting reviews. Uh, and some normal vehicles as well, you know, obviously. Can't drive all that. And I'm driving home in a Civic tomorrow morning. 
Hey, let me ask you this. What about the new Maverick? I have driven the new Maverick, actually. I was really, really happy with it. Um, wasn't sure if it was going to be like the Santa Cruz, which is the Hyundai, essentially, compact pickup truck. I think it's a really different vehicle. Uh, when you're looking at the Maverick, because Ford built it, it's more of a purpose-built truck. Is it so about the size of a Ranger? Different. It's a little smaller. You know what it reminds me of? Again, dating myself, the Subaru Brat. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I do. Very much like that. Yeah. So right. if you look at the the Santa Cruz, it is a Tucson with a truck bed. Right. If you look at the Maverick, it's on an Escape chassis. So we kind of know the size of it. And uh, what I like about it is it comes with a two-liter EcoBoost engine. It is a purpose-built vehicle, either front-wheel drive or all-wheel drive. There's a hybrid option. That hybrid option gets quite a quite good. Let me see what the fuel economy is. I don't have these all memorized because it was quite a bit, actually. I was kind of surprised uh, how much content we get off of these things. It was a little crazy. But when you're looking at these vehicles, the starting price of the Maverick was only $21,000. Actually, it's $19.95 if you want the all-wheel drive, you know, you know, loaded up with Lariat and all years from the end of that $30,000 range as anything. But I like the fact that you can get 40 miles to the gallon on the hybrid. I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, it is a CVT transmission. I know you hate those because uh, all mechanics to hate them. Uh, but they're getting better as far as, you know, for the consumer side of it, shall we say, not for the mechanic side of it. Yeah, just throw it away at 60000 Well, unfortunately, that's the whole thing. If they cut costs, Someone's going to pay for it down the road, right? Right, absolutely. And as we have vehicles that we have to get lighter in order to make these corporate average fuel economy, you've got to make them lighter, lighter. Every, every vehicle's lighter. Every vehicle doesn't have a spare tire anymore. And you start going, well, you know, how much are you going to lighten this up? Part of that is the transmission. An actual, regular, normal transmission weighs about what, Greg? Oh. Uh, they're they're all different. Pounds? Uh, huh? About 150 pounds, somewhere in that range? Uh Probably a little bit more, but yeah, somewhere right around there. And what is the CVT way? That's not, a different type of transmission yep. on bands. Yeah, not very much. All transmissions are really the cases are all made out of aluminum, you know. But mm-hmm. the, 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 for folks playing the home game, you know, this the uh, you, everybody knows a regular transmission. You can feel it shift. Usually has three to six shift points to it. Uh, but on a CVT, uh, it, or it 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 doesn't shift. Right. It's a it's a it, constant it, variable transmission. That's what it stands for, CVT. And it doesn't shift. You never feel it shift. So, but the problem... It's for fuel economy, but... <laughs> right. It's for fuel economy, but I got to tell you, it, uh, they are not heavy duty enough. Uh, they, they're, it's, they're, they're a real, it's a real issue. Right. And so the difference is if you lightweight up a vehicle, including the transmission, that's how you get better fuel economy. That's why you're starting to see a lot of these CVTs. And mechanics despise them because, like Greg said, 60,000 miles are like, need a new transmission. And, again, it depends on the vehicle, but it could get expensive. Right. Absolutely. It could be half, you know, half what the car's worth by that time. Oh, gee. That, that would be terrible. I always have a rule of thumb. Don't put more into a vehicle than it's worth. So if you've got a car that's to put it in value, maybe it's worth, you know, five grand. You get, you know, quite a bit of mileage on it. You've been taking good care of it. And then suddenly you go to your favorite technician and they say, oh, you're going to have to put five grand into it. That makes no sense. So yeah. don't don't fall into that trap. You know, Lauren, I, I I tend to agree with you. You know, I'm very honest with our customers as well. If, it, if it's not worth putting the money in, I'm going to tell them up front. There's no, you know, I, I just believe in that honesty. Yeah. But yeah. you know, you, you know, some folks they they can't afford a new car, and they have to put that money yeah. into your car. 
So Right. So the other thing is you can sell the vehicle, right? Get whatever you can for it. And at $5,000 you were going to put into that vehicle, let's say you sell the car for $5,000, you were going to put $5,000, and now you have $10,000 to buy a used car. You can get a better vehicle. Well, not and with newer safety, not necessarily because as as used well, car prices not today. have not yeah, today, yeah. <laughs> well, so I mean, used car prices have went up exponentially, and you know, you're a lot of times you're buying somebody else's problem. So it's it's right. it's a it's a very slippery slope today. Yes, it is, and so that's why everyone's got to be careful. You know what you do? Find a good technician. If you're not sure, make sure they're ASC certified. That's a blue and white gear. If they're a master tech, like like Greg is, you've got the person who's constantly maintaining their education because these vehicles are getting more and more complicated. Um, I am not a master tech. I know you are. You are Golden Wrench Award winner. That's right. But I am not. Still, ra- still <laughs> raining. Still raining, by the way. Still raining. That's, That's right. That's right. No one has beaten you. <laughs> That was a long time ago, Lauren, long time. Hey, yeah, it was. That's when we met each other, yes. That's right. i got to do a little bit more business. Hang with me some more, please. Sure. All right, fantastic. Folks, on the phone, we were talking with Lauren Fix. She's the car coach. i got a bunch of stuff to uh, get into it with her. We're going to talk some electric cars and some other stuff coming up. Stick around. You are listening to KMOX at your service. We'll be back after these. Welcome back, my friends. 1033 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. KMOX at your service going all the way till 11 o'clock tonight. That's right, 11 o'clock. Greg Damon hanging out with you. Hope you're enjoying the show as much as I am as well. And we are talking with our good friend Lauren Fix. She is the car coach, and she's been uh, kind enough to uh, stay stay up late with us here on KMOX at your service. Again, Lauren, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Anytime. I, or anytime you call, as long as that's not my anniversary, right. I will be happy to chat with you. <laughs> I know you were thinking about it, though. I know you were thinking, how can I do this? I was but... trying to make it work, but my husband yes. was giving me the evil eye, like, yes. seriously. And we were I... out of town besides, so yeah, I was I... like, oh. I don't, want, I don't want your husband coming and beat me up sometimes, so, you know. I... <laughs> Hey, uh, one of the things I want to talk to you about is something that, that we continuously talked about. I know you were you were uh, talking about uh, driving some electric cars and stuff like this. Man, I'll tell you what, I am getting so tired of having these electric cars trying to be forced down our throats. Oh, you got again. You know, you know how to push my button. All right, so <laughs> those those people that are thinking, oh, I might I might get an electric car. I'm thinking about possibly doing it. I'm hearing everyone talking about it. Well, let's just look at the reality. The reality is, as of today, there has not been more than 2%, 2% of the cars on the road are electric here in the U.S. Now, in other countries, it might be different, different regulations. The cost of fuel and, and places like the U.K. and Germany are just getting crazy. But there's a lot of things you need to know about before you just say, I'm going to go buy an electric car. This is it. I'm all in. Well, first off, you have to think about your driving. Now, if you're just driving around the corner, maybe the work is not that far and you never go anywhere and you don't go on road trips and you never go far distances, you fill up, you know, maybe once every few weeks and you're kind of like, okay, in the local area, then this might be a good choice for you. But for anyone who wants to go on a family road trip, you go away for Thanksgiving, you go away for the holidays, you maybe go on a road trip with the kids. This may not be the choice for you. Now, I do the the trip from Buffalo, New York to Florida quite a bit. Um, And as I go back and forth, and I have a diesel SUV, I stop maybe once. 
Uh, I can go 700 miles on a tank. So I'm a huge fan of the diesel SUVs. And I have to stop more often to go to the bathroom than I do to actually <laughs> fill up. But with an electric car, you don't get that same range. Now, depending on the temperature outside, that's going to impact the battery. So as it gets really cold out and you're heading, well, St. Louis does get cold too. It also gets really hot. So when it's really, really cold out, you're going to lose about 15% or possibly more, depending on the temperature, of your battery life. So instead of giving you 250 miles, you might not. So to give you an idea on how I've actually experienced this, I had a Mach-E, a Ford product, delivered to me last year. And it showed up in January, just before we were voting for the finalists. And I thought it was great. So the guy comes in a reliable big rig, he unloads it, it's fully charged, you have it all day, I only get it for the day, it's like a real specialty thing. So the vehicle gets unloaded, and I get it in, and I start it up, and it says 198 miles. And I said to the driver, I said, how many miles is this thing, you know, the range? Is it like 200? He goes, no, it's a 250-mile charge. I just filled it up. It's full, fully charged, 198 miles. I said, you realize we lost over 50 miles of range? And he said, I know. Like, the driver knew, but he was not supposed to say anything. So I drove it around, and it was a pretty cool day. It was about 27 degrees outside. I was disappointed how much battery power it used. Now, the vehicle itself, there's nothing wrong with it. I've driven the Leaf. I've driven the ID4. I do like the Mach-E. It's not my style or my speed. But there's a lot of factors that people need to think about. You live in the warm climate. When it gets really hot during the summer, it's going to do the exact same thing. Batteries, and Greg will tell you, do not like real cold or real warm. They discharge. Nope. That's a huge issue. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you think about it, talking about the cold. Now, let's say you put your seat heaters on, you got your fan going, you got your radio going, you know. Charging uh, your phone. Charging your phone. Now, all of a sudden, all that's just draining your battery right out of it. Um, it, it you know, it's just, let's just say it's raining. Now you got your headlights on, you got your wipers going. Wipers, hey, yeah. Yeah, that's more stuff that's coming out of the battery. So, uh you know, it's funny. I went to uh, I went to Austin, Texas, uh, when they uh, were making the Chevy Volt when that was becoming available, and uh, we got to drive the Volt around. And they it was telling us that they did uh, studies that they figured out that most people lived about or lived about thirty five miles away from their work. So I think at that time the uh, Volt battery was getting about ninety miles the gallon or ninety uh, ninety miles. Back and forth to the work, don't go anywhere else. <laughs> right. Well, you know, that's the thing. So you go to work, you you plug it in, you charge it up. Hey, you come out of work, you drive it home, you plug it in. Uh, you know, and if you don't have a uh, you don't have a big service for that, now you're charging it all night long. Uh, so I mean that you know I, I don't understand where what the savings is for that. Well the whole idea the concept behind it is that you're supposed to be environmentally friendly by plugging into the wall rather than using fossil fuels. So let's, let's just get a whole bigger picture of this. So your regular combustion engine, maybe even a plug-in hybrid, about 95% of it is fully recyclable. And what isn't is used for something else. Uh, when it comes to batteries on a lead-acid battery, they're recyclable. However, the electric vehicles have quite a few rare earth minerals which come out of the ground which are not mined here in the u.s and the reason they're not is because of the damage it causes to the earth and the environment okay wait a minute did i just say it damages the earth and the environment sure you can write these down i'll read them to you slowly look them up online these 
five at least. There's seven, but the five that the main ones are cobalt. If you look up cobalt, there's something called cobalt lung. And it, where is cobalt mined? Africa. And who mines it? BBC did a huge, quite a liberal outlet. BBC did a huge uh, study on it and showed all these children dying and these adults dying. No one makes it past 35 because they have cobalt lung. It actually gets in their lungs. And what's around where those mines are? There's nothing. There's no weeds. There's no grass, no trees. It kills the, the earth around it. Uh, why are we mining this? That's okay. We're also using cadmium. Another issue. Same thing. There's cobalt, cadmium, mercury. We all know about mercury. Then there, lithium, which is a shortage of lithium, and they are trying to open a mine in the U.S. that's lithium-based. I was reading about that. We'll see if, how it's interesting. But I don't know how they're going to do it without damaging the environment. And the last one is something called neodymium. And if you just sound it out online, you can find it. It's, it's N-E-O-D-Y-N-A-I-U-M. But if you look at neodymium, it is the very rare earth mineral that is magnetic. So if you don't have that, magnets and batteries don't work. So that is a big factor. So what are we going to do more out of it? Well, don't worry about that. We'll find there's other places in the world. You know what country has a lot of these rare earth minerals, Greg? What's that? I, Afghanistan. Hmm. hmm. And we just pulled out completely. And who's in there going, we'll build you infrastructure. We'll build you roads and bridges. We'll give you hospitals and all the things you need. China. So now China, who owns all of the mines, about 98% of them, across the world is owned by China. So all of these rare earth minerals, the five that are listed is actually seven, but of the five rare earth minerals that I listed, China owns 98% of all the mines. So don't worry, we just gave them another location. Remember we used to fight each other for oil? Now we're fighting each other, each other for rare earth minerals. So now they, they are in the pocket of Afghanistan. Uh, not that I'm saying it was wise to stay there or not, but the fact is you don't gift it to China. So they're there looking for it. So we are no longer beholden to the Middle East. We're no longer energy efficient like we were under Trump. We were, we were producing our own oil. You have the Keystone XL pipeline. No matter where you stand on that, you really like the price of fuel being around under $2 a gallon. We all loved it. And now we're all paying 43% more for gasoline. And if you said, well, we'll just I'll buy an electric car. Well, don't worry, we'll be beholden to China instead. So who do you want to be beholden to? And then, of course, these rare earth minerals, when you recycle these cars, they're not recyclable. So they sit in salvage yards, and there are some out there, along with solar panels and all those wonderful blades that go on windmills. Because while it all sounds great on the surface, we are way, way putting the cart in front of the horse to the point that down the road, we're all going to be discussing this, Greg, I can't believe we made all those electric cars. What the heck are we thinking? Now we got all these batteries. We don't know where to put them. What about all those solar panels stacked up next to them and all those blades from all those windmills? Who the heck knows? Right. The windmill blades are made of fiberglass. You have to bury them in the ground. This is crazy. We're, we're not even thinking. We're just acting. Nope. Absolutely right. You know, don't forget, Lauren, those batteries and those electric cars, that's all hazardous waste. And many folks don't realize yep. that when they have to have that battery replaced, which is... An ungodly price to do. Oh, give us a price. Just pick a vehicle and give us a price. <laughs> it's it's more than half the vehicle most of the time. 
I'll put it to right. you that so way. So to give you an idea, the average battery, like if you're talking about, I don't know, like a Prius, like a plug-in Prius, and you, or I wouldn't be a great example, maybe a Leaf or something. It's around six grand. Right. What do you think it's going to be on something more expensive? Now, wait a minute. Hang or on. If you own a Tesla. Hang on. Let's just talk about that that Prius battery. Now you've you've you're, you've already purchased the battery. Now you have it installed. Your old battery is going to cost you to get rid of it because it's hazardous waste. Right. And the, yeah, plus the installation of that battery. So now you've installed a new one. You go, I got a six grand bill. All right, I guess I'll suck it up because I can't afford a new car, right? And then, oh, wait a minute. It's like tires when tires are worn out, right? They do recycle those as part of roadways. They finally found a solution. But think about all those tires stacked up in salvage yards, and you are paying a salvage fee for every tire that comes off your vehicle. It gets, it gets a little crazy. But, you know, we have to start thinking about, wait a minute, why would I do this? So before you go and buy an electric car, you're thinking, ah, Lauren, Greg, you guys are crazy. I'm getting one anyhow. I don't care. It's a greener choice. Okay, that's fine. Before you make that final purchase and sign on the dotted line, check your insurance agent. Find out what your insurance rates are going to be. You may be surprised. It's almost twice as much. That that adds up your budget. You're going to pay more for the car. You're paying more for your insurance. But wait a minute. Didn't we just talk about the fact that your electric bill went up? That's right. It's going to go up higher. With this Green New Deal, it's going to go up higher. So now you're paying more to power your vehicle. You're paying more to insure your vehicle. And you've got a car payment. I don't care if they're giving you $2,500 from the government, $7,500, whatever it might be. Because some companies still have it. Like Tesla and General Motors don't offer that anymore. But if you bought a Ford product, you bought a Mach-E... And this is great. I get $7,500 from the feds. I get $2,000 or whatever your state offers. I think uh, New York State offers $2,000. I think California is only $1,500. But whatever your state offers, and maybe your company offers you something. Nothing is free in life. If you don't pay for it now, they're going to get you later. No doubt about it. Lauren, i got to do my last break. Hang with me for one more segment. Okay. All right, fantastic. Folks, we're talking with Lauren Fix, the car coach. we got to do our last bit of business going all the way till 11 o'clock. You're listening to KMOX at your service. Welcome back, everyone. Finishing up the final segment here on KMOX at your service on a Tuesday night, beautiful night outside. 1049 is your time. Greg Damon hanging out with you. Not only that, we got the car coach, Lauren Fix. She's been kind enough to uh, stay up late and hang out with us here on at your service. Lauren, again, thank you so much for uh, joining us here on the program. You are always welcome. I'm happy to talk to your listeners I just think that it's it's good to get people thinking about things they may not think about, and this is one of those subjects. That's right. We got about uh, we got about six minutes here or so. So uh, one of the things I did want to talk to you about, <laughs> our good friend, the state of California, is saying that they are going to ban small gas engine and lawnmowers. Unbelievable! You know, I have to tell you, my favorite. This I laughed out loud. I I think I had to send this to you because I just knew it made made me laugh. And so Newsom was supposed to be recalled. So because it didn't happen and he had to really push their fraudulent voting out there to the maximum by telling people just print out whatever you want, they're making everyone pay. So now in the state of California, they're hoping by the end of next year, they're going to ban all weed whackers, lawnmowers, 
small engines, which would mean like motorcycles, four-wheelers, everything, generators that are gasoline-powered, out. That means you'd have to go with battery-powered. So think of it this way. I just laughed because there were so many things that went through my head. You own a small lawn mowing company. Maybe you're a landscaper, and you've got four yards to do today. Well, after the first one or two, your batteries are going to be dead. Right. What, what are you supposed to do? I mean, how many times you look at someone who's a landscaper, they're filling up a lot. And if it's two-cycle, two-stroke, you got to mix it and add it in. So you're going to tell me that means no four-wheelers, no operating unless they're electric? Absurd. My favorite one, my favorite by far was Newsom said that generators can be charged by batteries. Yeah, right. What? That's, <laughs> that makes no sense. Well, it's, it's so far out, it makes not, me shake my head. But they're going to make everyone pay. I promise you, because Newsom did was not. They made him go to the recall. He's going to make every Californian pay. Yeah. Now, can you charge your electric lawnmower and stuff up at one of those electric hybrid charging stations? I mean, is it, can, will that work? No, you have to plug it in and oh, wait overnight. Oh, that's, that's Come on, right. how many extra batteries do you think they're going to be carrying? You know what? It's going to be like uh, it's going to be like my great grandfather. You know, I remember when I was a little kid, my great grandfather uh, had that real mower that he used to use out in the yard. You know, so I guess everybody's going to be buff. All the Maybe. all the uh, people cutting their grass is going to be really buff by pushing this real mower from now on. I don't know. Kind of crazy. I don't know. I, I assume that's going to be the future. I... So then we're going to go back to the old way. Wait till we get dial phones and we have to light candles at night. So I did Come have. A... And... I did have a question about the uh, about the miles per gallon. What are what are like uh, the Amish going to do? You know what? It's interesting. I, I won't get into everything that they're not doing, but I will tell you they might be really smart because they have a COVID rate of zero, and you know what? They're ignoring all this crap. They don't even know, right? Because they don't even have television. They don't have to listen. They have no electronics. They're actually living a pretty darn good life. They're smart. They're not dealing with all this political BS. But eventually they're going to try and corner them as well. Lauren, we got about uh, three minutes. I did want to talk to you uh, real quick about, uh, you know, in our, uh, in our shop and stuff, we are seeing the crunch now with uh, parts shortages, uh, parts taking two, three, four, five days longer than what it is to get there. Even local parts or aftermarket parts, dealer parts, the same thing. And let me tell you, if you're trying to get tires, Man, if they got tires in stock, you better buy them right now because they're going to be gone. Right, and it's interesting because you don't just have a rubber shortage. We have a metal shortage, and there was all kinds of strikes. And then on top of that, of course, you know about the microchip shortage. It just keeps you out of help. And here's my favorite part. This is blowing my mind. Where are all those parts? Well, many of them are made overseas because of profit margins. There's more profit if you're making it at $1.50 an hour for labor than you are here in the U.S which I think that's interesting. If you want parts made in the U.S., guess what? There's no problem shipping them. So you can get stuff made here. But all those ships that are in the New New York and Long Beach Harbor, you know, the problem is not the shipping companies. The problem is the dock workers who have to stretch out their day, and they're saying there's a shortage of truckers, and actually it isn't. It's politics. There is something in California called AB5, and that is saying anyone who is an owner-operator, which means someone who does not work for a union truck shop, cannot pick up from the docks. That's our biggest problem. And all these containers are just loading up, and they're saying, oh, don't worry, you got a vehicle that's 2010 or older? It has to be electric, or it has to be 2011 or newer, which means they can't even register their vehicle. 
So guess what's happening? They're not working, and they're going to keep walking this until it's so bad that we're really living back in the olden ages, and it's affecting every aspect of our lives, including car parts, and it's only going to get worse. So if you've got a car that needs repair, don't delay. Get it done. Nope. You're absolutely right, Lauren. I couldn't agree more. Um Man, it's just uh, it it, it it's kind of crazy, and I and I got to tell you, it's really uh, it's really tough telling uh, customers like, "Hey, look, I'm sorry, you know, I I know you need it." I can't get a mass airflow sensor. And they're right. like, "What?" <laughs> right, I can't, you know, I can't get one, and and they told me I'd have one tomorrow, and then tomorrow comes, it's like, oh well, you know, I don't even have a tracking number yet, and so it's two, three, four days that, that go by. So, uh, I hear you. I just bought brake pads for my SUV because I thought. You know what? If I need those things, and I know I'm getting close to needing them, that I better get them now. And so I actually just picked them up before I left to come here to Michigan. So I, I'll tell I know you, better. Truck tires are the worst. Truck tires are. Uh, I I I check. We deal with five different warehouses. I checked one warehouse. They had 43 tires of this particular brand. The guy called me the next day. They were gone. Wow. So I mean, so you find that with performance tires as well? Oh. You know, performance tires, they seem to have a little bit more stock on, but general car tires and truck tires, man, I, it, it's 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 just absolutely nuts. Just absolutely that's nuts. That's crazy. And it's not going to get better either, I'm sorry, everybody. Nope. That's what also Just remember, me. your votes matter. When you go to vote, make sure, don't stay home, because all it takes is, you know, 2% to swing a whole vote. Go out and vote. Make your voices known. Stand up. Let's make some changes. Well, Lauren, always great to have you on the program. For folks with more information, where can they go to find you? I'm at carcoachreports.com. If you go to YouTube, you'll find a lot of my videos. I post multiple times a week on this uh, Car Coach Reports. Any form of social media, happy to chat with you at Lauren Fix. I'm on everything, CloudHub, Getter, MeWe, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. I'm out there, so happy to chat with you. Lauren, thanks again so much, and uh, we'll talk real soon. All right, thank you. That's our good friend, the car coach, Lauren Fix. And, uh, boy, check out her stuff because she is all over the place. But you can, uh, she'll actually email you some tips as well. Check her out, carcoach.com. Folks, that's going to wrap up this edition of At Your Service. I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I have tonight. Uh, I want to thank our producers and uh, hanging out with us here as well. Appreciate you. Be nice to each other out there, my friends. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.